0: The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology This is episode 268, January 5th, 2022. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hello, everyone. Michael Aston. Howdy, y'all. And Jimmy Trammell. Hey, Clyde.
1: Tonight's weather is dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: man. I was hoping for not dark. I prefer milk over dark. Oh. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. So if anybody's wondering, yes, the
1: light in my office, blows, so that's why I'm sitting in the dark.
0: Actually, he's broadcasting from his evil lair that's still in uh, construction. Now, it's the
2: bunker, right? It's underneath his normal one. It's exactly the same in every way, just darker.
1: Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Just crafting my you. evil genius plan. Embrace the dark. <laughs> uh, how you doing, guys?
0: It's a new 20, year.
1: 2022. What year was it we started this podcast? 2016? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's,
2: this is <laughs> year year
0: six, right?
2: Well, yeah, what we are,
0: f- we're into year six. Yeah. Begs the
2: question, what the... What are we
0: doing, guys? (laughs) I don't get it. Uh, I guess it's okay. If you're going to waste your time doing something, you may as well waste your time doing this. I suppose. Hmm? Could be worse. I mean, I'm not too far away from retirement. So, you know,
1: that means you'll have more time to do this, right? Yeah. Yeah, Give me something to do. Jimmy, go full time.
2: Totally. He should stream 24 seven, sleep in his sleep too.
0: Absolutely. It'd be great. Yeah, uh, except except that sure uh, get, uh... streaming in your sleep is against the terms of services on most platforms.
2: Oh, oh, really? <laughs> Wait a bi- was Wasn't there
3: on all of the platforms that I stream on?
2: Wasn't there a guy who, if, as he kept getting donations, they increased the the length of his marathon stream, and he even slept through his stream, and they and they kept extending it for him, so he ended up staying online for like a month. I think there was a guy who did that last year. I could have swore I, I heard that story.
0: I mean, yeah. wow. I, I raised a stink with uh, Twitch one day because they had a stream on their main page. It was the first thing you saw when you logged into Twitch and it was a person in their bed sleeping, which hmm. is a direct violation of one of the primary Twitch rules. And they had it on their main page. Mm-hmm. and it was like hey either you this is okay or you need to not be promoting it right mm-hmm. which is but, it th- 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 you know they didn't
2: promote it on purpose it was the algorithm they probably I, had i know, I know but it was it,
0: and... it was you know going back to my uh yep. dis distaste for hypocrisy
2: well um, yeah yeah, unfortunately welcome to the the
0: world where well and hypocrisy also this was at a point where there. they were actively banning people for no. that uh too <laughs> and then yet they're promoting one of them it's like w- what are you doing yeah
2: they don't know there's the answer they have no idea what they're no, doing they nobody knows what
0: they're doing Je- jeff bezos is, is, is too busy uh trying to get his uh giant dildos into space
2: well he's got the money he can put whatever he wants up there i guess it's fine (sighs) hey
0: guys yeah
2: should we uh talk about the news we have just a little bit of news this week Hmm. oh actually we have a lot of news this week (laughs) we're gonna uh something's happening i don't know some big trade show or something well they
0: everybody pulled out of ces so it can't be that well, uh,
2: what does CES stand for anyway? Can't even say, uh,
3: I don't know. It for.
2: Oh yeah. So can't even say, hmm. okay. Just
3: curious. Uh, well. He's uh, diffusing significantly. Companies, <laughs> electronic,
1: uh, companies electronic stuff.
3: There you go. All right. Uh, I, I, okay. I thought it was Clyde eats
0: stuff didn't we <laughs> determine that like, that's right
2: years ago? that's what ces stands for yeah it's Clyde eats stuff. because uh, whenever you go to ces that's i get these I great go. pictures of, of the food you buy it's like dang that looks good <laughs> 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 all right uh okay so that clyde eats stuff we gotta talk about what happened to clyde eat stuff this year um yeah,
0: i didn't get to eat anything oh good. i'm sorry
2: well All right, we have a bunch of announcements. We're going to start with uh, this one from NVIDIA. Uh, They're talking about their GeForce Now gaming streaming service. They've been announcing that they've been uh, expanding and working to increase its uh, use across multiple platforms. They've announced that they've uh, made deals with Electronic Arts, so so they're getting a couple of their games over to it. Uh, they have made a deal with AT and T, so that you can get free streaming through AT and T uh, to GeForce Now with uh, with their, their plans. So if you want to play a couple games on the on, the, as long as you have one of their five G unlimited plans, you get a, f- a free month of GeForce Now. Uh, so you can try that out if you want to. Uh, they've also announced that they're working with uh, some uh, some monitor some uh, uh, manufacturers in order to have GeForce Now. Uh, integrated directly into their devices. For example, uh, the LG devices and Samsung devices. So uh, um, they've been uh, working to get GeForce Now into the hearts of everyone, so they know can be uh, is available as a streaming service for you. What do you guys think of GeForce
0: Now? Anybody try it? I tried it before it was what it is now. Okay, and it was just the stupid dashboard that you had to launch your games out of um but yeah i don't i i'm using stadia which yes that is still around um <laughs> and i've been enjoying stadia so i haven't really had any need to go try another one
2: so i've tried geforce now maybe a month ago and i i use the free service uh-huh since they basically lost access to a bunch of different games if it's not on steam or a couple other services you can't play it on geforce now which yeah. is kind of sad if you don't want to pay for it you have to wait in line with other people to play your game which sucks if you have some kind of a streaming problem like you're playing your game and you get disconnected and you decide to reconnect oh, no you connected to a new server which lost your connection line. Oh. And you have to re log to whatever thing you were using to, you know, to use it, to connect to it, which sucks too. Yeah. And also, have you ever tried to log into your um, Epic account with a, <laughs> with a controller on your TV? <laughs> I don't a even like logging a-
0: into... I don't even like logging into my Epic account with a keyboard and mouse and
2: a two-factor a two two-factor thing Ugh. on the screen. That's uh, it, it, because it's connected to a virtual machine. It was a really poor experience for me. Now I understand there are people who are using this and loving it. Great, I'm so happy for you. I but. Uh, i'm i want i'm curious where geforce now ends up in the long run i think them uh, they're uh they probably do have the best uh streaming service as far as when you pay for the high end you're you're playing on a uh 3080 ti or whatever so it it, it makes sense that that those that that's going to be uh the best because they've got the hardware obviously but i don't know how i feel about the service in the long run i think we're gonna have to i'm we're gonna have to keep messing with it and see how it goes
0: yeah well i'm guessing they're at the point where stadia was in its first year when everybody was cracking jokes about stadia Mm. um give them another year year and a half hopefully they'll get to where stadia is now because stadia now is stable it's slick uh, there's no barrier to entry. I just start it up and I click on a thing and I'm playing it. Um,
2: don't have to pay a monthly
0: fee if you don't want to. Nope. And don't need
2: to log in.
0: Nope. And yeah, it, it's great. So yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll check right. back in again next year.
2: I am so excited to the, that this is expanding. I want it to expand. I just don't know of GeForce now in its current form is really good enough for my experience. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. All right. uh, Next story here is about uh, Netflix. Netflix is a streaming service around the world. Obviously they uh, loved uh, providing you with uh, access to all their movies and shows and things like that. Uh, they're they're also in Russia, and Russia has uh, an interesting rule that they've required. They have required that Netflix streaming service to include uh, state and local
0: TV channels in the streaming service. The key word there is channel, not right. programming, not local uh, produced shows like other countries have required. This is channels this is a thing that netflix doesn't even do netflix doesn't do live they're not an over-the-top service um so the the whole reason the whole reason i wanted to include this is not that we really have a dog in this fight but uh the more of what this means if this succeeds is because if they're able to force a online company to do things that provide services that aren't even in its wheelhouse, that opens up the door for this everywhere. Hmm. And it's not just Netflix. This is the requirement of any company that is providing service, uh, streaming services in their country. You know, uh, something like Sling TV or, you know, that's all like Hulu live that's their job that's easy that that's easy they can say yeah no problem because they're probably already providing it okay
2: yeah interestingly enough i wonder what kind of crap feed netflix is providing these streaming channels (laughs) i mean i mean i don't know if they're good at it quite frankly this is live streaming television something that they don't do mean does this mean that you watch. You're, you decide mm-hmm. to turn on Netflix, turn on the channel, and it's like grainy, horrible, and it's, it's like a fifteen-second delay.
3: Or uh, point a works. webcam at a TV. Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's Play your up. channel. So, according to the regulator, the law applies to all online streaming services with more than a hundred thousand daily users. Um, which that affect like Netflix, Amazon Prime. Uh, They point out in the article that it's unclear how this will affect Apple TV Plus because they don't (laughs) their numbers. Um, I'm willing to bet they're going to say you either give us the numbers or GTFO. Uh, Along with this, they're also pushing to uh, enforce streaming uh, restrictions of content that promotes uh extremism or even lgbtqia+ i i, I can't keep track of how many characters there are now, but uh yeah uh they're also they want to prohibit uh the transmission or the availability of uh content they don't like um yeah maybe maybe they should advertise vpn service in russia <sighs> um so yeah uh it it, i i'm more interested in this just from to see how the companies react uh whether or not this actually goes into effect who knows but if it does right what kind of precedent does that create for other countries that are looking to do the same thing
1: yeah it will be interesting I mean, to it's... see if Netflix capitulates or not, you know, and, and like, like we're saying, right. I mean, they're not even set up for live streaming. So. See I mean, if It's it... not
3: like this is a, a new thing though. I mean, it's, it, it may be a little different, but it's really not all that different than what you get from China in, in their regulations. On and
0: I, I, and I'm not talking about the content uh, restrictions that, you, you see that all over uh, Middle East and China and places like that. It's the fact that you can uh, that they're trying to force uh, Netflix to provide a service that isn't even something. That, yeah, you
3: know, it's it's a variation. So it's it's a little bit of a, a variation. I mean, they're, they're saying, well, this is this is kind of in your wheelhouse. It's not it's not quite the same thing, but it's pretty darn close. So we can expect you to do it. It, it to me that's similar to china and them saying hey you need to make sure that our information comes up at the top of the results when people search in china for mm-hmm. for things so you know i i think that they're looking at other countries like china and saying hey china's china's getting what they want why shouldn't we and we want to make sure that when people see streaming content, they're seeing the stuff that we want them to see—the the state religious channel and well, it's all,
0: it's twi- and it's not just like one or two stations. It's yeah, twenty it's channels. 20.
2: Mm-hmm. I I want to know: Is this going to cost the, uh, the Netflix some type of carriage fee to you know to do this, and are
3: being Probably. forced to do it? I I would assume that they are. I mean, I, I shouldn't, I, have no idea. I would, I would, uh, I would say, I would assume that they wouldn't expect them to pay, require them to pay for a service, but, um, if they have to provide it, there's no value, right? Like if every service has to provide it, there's no value. So why would I pay for it? Um, that's how I would see it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you never know. I mean, maybe that's. Well, there is a
1: state owned carrier over there. So maybe it's only on the
0: state owned carrier they have to do this, it would be my guess. Yeah. No I know, idea. But I, I'm curious to see how it shakes out. Back in November, uh, they also tr- uh, told all these same companies you must open an office in the country. Otherwise, you will be banned. Um, so oh, this is- imagine and-
2: that poor guy says. We're sending you to Russia. You're just going to sit in the office and answer the phone when we call you.
3: That's it. Well, they just had <laughs> to open an office there. They didn't have to send a, a current employee. They could hire somebody. That's true. To be in that office.
0: <laughs> Hi. Uh, welcome, Oleg. Your job <laughs> is to sit in this chair. and uh, It's a good
2: job. I sit here so and I okay. answer phone I mean, whenever somebody it, calls and they, hey, Lord, this ne- next this is Russia. It's oh you have problem
3: forward for YouTube tech support hold on <laughs> it's probably similar to companies in Nevada right like if you want to have a Nevada company you have to have an address in Nevada so you pay a company to to be your address and they receive uh, regulatory email and or regulatory mail and stuff like that and and forward it to you it's it's probably a very similar thing some company there is like I'll be your office <laughs> yep. S-
2: silly things like that With silly workarounds like that That make my head spin But, that's, but they put like three based signs based, on
3: the front door We're, based, we're Netflix And Hulu And <laughs> Based on how, what I know uh, About the
0: Russian government And how uh, they operate I don't think it's as easy as that <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably not
2: But it's fun to think that way well, oh, it, sure. it probably is
3: exactly <laughs> as easy as that Except that the office is in the kremlin it's and it's a government employee that that check goes to <laughs> probably you're right uh, we get netflix they send us money it's all good this
2: is good we like this situation it's wonderful all right all right uh so let's talk about a little a cool little piece of technologies The guys from samsung uh they made lots of announcements about lots of tvs today but they also announced this cool little Projector that is really small and it's cute because it looks like a little lamp, the kind of lamp that you would put like on a track lighting thing. Uh, this projector is a 1080p projector. It's able to uh, send out a, uh, a projection that's up to 100 inches in, in size. Uh, It's designed to, no matter which surface you landed on, it will auto detect that surface and make it look, the the image look flat correctly. It'll actually detect the surface and make corrections to the image to make it look flat for you, which is pretty cool. And it's designed to to either be powered by a, uh, uh, like a battery pack or you can plug it in directly into a light socket in this thing. It's an e26 socket light socket. So uh, it's able to draw power uh, easily from most uh, lighting service uh, situations and built like that. So uh, kind of a cool idea. I mean just imagine your house like this room just with a whole like five of them so I could just make the, all, all the walls appear however I want end up with a bunch of projectors. I think it's a pretty cool idea. This little projector is uh, coming probably in the next year. It's going to be up for. It's called the Freestyle. It's not cheap though. It's nine
0: hundred dollars for this guy. Yeah, you lost me at nine hundred dollars.
3: <laughs> well, the one thing I would I would be interested in knowing is how how bright it is. Uh, nothing mm. in this particular article indicated the brightness. Uh, oh. For nine hundred dollars uh, it's better pretty be it, bright. 1080p is pretty solid at 100 inches. That's a pretty decent, yeah. decent screen if you're sitting away as back. Um, it's just a matter of the brightness, whether or not it's going to be bright enough to produce a decent quality image in anything other than complete black. Um, uh, it is disagree. a little expensive, I, uh, but it's not that outrageous.
1: I would disagree with uh, 100 inches being good quality at
3: 1080p. I, I said a good ways back. So I'm thinking yeah. at a at a church or something like that. Okay. Or maybe maybe
1: maybe
0: uh, maybe
3: in a venue like that, but but it's your home. Yeah. No, I, I what this
0: is, that. this is uh like those other Pico projectors where it's small mm-hmm. enough that you can just throw it in a bag. You can use it right. for presentations or you know, to keep your kids occupied while you're in a hotel room, you know. Uh it's not meant to be permanently installed in your home theater which is why which is why that 900 hundred dollar price tag really throws me because but,
3: but it's also look it's got like the auto keystone that's pretty sweet yeah i mean when if you have something like that you don't have to have anybody technically minded setting it up so when we go like at my old company where when we did a, a a conference and stuff, everybody, every time you moved a projector or anything, somebody had to go in and, and adjust the keystoning and get the angle all right and stuff. And this takes care of that. It also looks like it's got a nice angle so you can just point it exactly where you need it. It's pretty slick. And I think that this is, you know, 1080p, I, I'm not talking about watching movies, but presentations 1080p is good enough for presentations 100 inch screens is going to be big enough for a pretty large room to be able to see it it's just it is it is set it and forget it type. yeah and those copies.
0: features i agree are what interested in me uh initially but i think those features w- should put it in the five to six hundred dollar range because right. you can get comparable uh like Pico projectors probably have similar brightness, but don't have the oh. auto stuff, you know, for around a hundred and hundred bucks. You know, and that's if why I ask, better. Yeah. That's why I ask about the brightness because I know I'm trying to find
3: no nobody has anything. If it sits high enough, then it I actually it. can be used in conference. In conference, right? And if it could be used at a conference, businesses will pay a thousand dollars, no question. That's small of a projector,
2: it's probably an LED or the LED array, uh, yes. I, I, and
3: that's what I'm. That's I'd what I'm getting
0: surprised. at. I agree, but because it, it, it managed it, and that that's why I'm willing to bet it's in the same range as a lot of those Pico projectors that we've looked at over the max years.
2: out of 100 lumens, kind of a yeah. thousand yeah. lumens. And kind I of mean, like.
0: the the thing is, the hundred like hundred to hundred and twenty inch, uh, kind of gives that away, I think, right. and it's 1080, um, yeah, yeah. so. I, I think the price is probably a little high, but we'll see. Well, not yeah, much the replacement bulb bubble cost. Well, well, if it's
2: an LED, you never will
0: have to. Yeah, you don't have to. But if it's not an LED, then you'll I, it's yeah, those... overheat and explode within uh, 3,000 hours, usually. 3,000 I'm saying in that small 10, package where there's clearly not a lot of cooling, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say 30 hours.
2: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Meta was working on a, an operating system for their uh, AR VR uh, system. It was going to be a, uh, as they call, they called it XROS, XR being the generic AR and VR term Quick uh, between question. the two. What did you say? Was? Yes, I did say was because they have since then canceled <laughs> this project, which oh. is which happened shortly after one of the developers, their lead developer, actually Mark. M- lakovsky uh a, which used to be a microsoft guy he went ahead and left for google who's also making their own ar based operating system and joined that project which uh, apparently kind of upset the guys at facebook meta whomever they are claims of uh, of poaching and bad practicing by google but um, that, that's not uh, where we are here for. The interesting thing was this was a, a, a pretty big project that was pretty far along, allowing you to have uh, the ability to do pretty much everything you needed to uh, inside the, uh, the, in, the AR device, uh, dogfooding the whole thing. In other words, for uh, being able to do almost everything you need to to operate it and program it with, the, with just itself as its yeah. own operating system. Um, it had a crew of th- like 300 people working on it for several years now and uh nope it's done it's all done
0: 300 nope. people fired uh, or well reorg 299 because he already left <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh um i mean i i can understand why they would want their own dedicated os because right now they're running on android yep and uh that is uh costing them they have to pay google uh probably per unit um and yeah which makes sense that he would go to google because you think like,
2: they have to pay google for it
0: android is open source um it depends what version right they're using. Yeah, um, i don't think they would have to i think that in that yeah, case it, it, it depends what version they're using yes i
2: mean if they're using the google store then they have to give their 30 yeah. percent to everything like that but otherwise i don't think
1: so
0: but so. uh, but I mean there are there's always something that costs something, uh, you know, that if they want to use a feature and Google has a patent on it. Kind of like you know, Microsoft gets money for Android because of patents.
2: Patents, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's
2: still no, I I, about. I don't I, I can't remember if that's actually been resolved. I think uh that's that actually has been resolved at this time. But it took many years and lots of money from Google to make that happen. (laughs) That was that thing to happen. So,
0: um, yeah, and uh, but they were yeah they were calling XROS named after XR, which is the umbrella term for AR slash VR that nobody's ever heard of before this this article.
2: It's because the X stands for either the A or the V, obviously. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. I'm all for
0: calling them XR glasses. No, this point. I, I was just I was just commenting this article just writes it so flippantly, like as if everybody knows this. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever heard that before. <laughs> but uh yeah, well, uh, so if you were a fan of uh the Oculus and you like the idea of it running on Android, you're in luck. <laughs> Not changing anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah well
2: it's it's everywhere that's true uh uh so uh, tcl has uh made lots of announcements this uh, this year at ces as well uh, but the interesting one that we that came up here was that tcl has announced their new ar smart glasses these smart glasses uh should be available in the next couple of years uh for them but right now they've got they're basically got some prototypes out and the thing about them that uh, really stands out to pretty much everybody is they look almost like normal glasses. I mean, seriously. Yeah. uh, Ugly glasses.
0: Yes. These Uh, are in the military. These are what they call BCs birth control glasses. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're wearing them, you're not getting laid. (laughs) (laughs) They are the very, the the thicker
2: black rimmed circular glasses, mostly circular um, that, Hey, if you yeah. want
0: to look like a mathematician from the 50s. Right. That's yeah. Trying to put a man on the moon. But
2: at the same time, seeing everything in AR and VR, yeah. these are the glasses for you. So so I,
0: the, these are the glasses that that mathematician in the 50s trying to figure out how had. to put a man on the moon wished he had. Because <laughs> <laughs> they look the same, but they still had that. Yeah. Yeah. But they cool got drink. like all this crazy. Yeah.
2: Uh, they, they, I, I I applaud the fact that they got them to look like this because nothing has looked like this
0: yet. These look normal, normal. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know what these actually look like? Have you ray bands without the glasses? No. Have you somewhere? gone to a 3D movie in the theater recently? Yeah. They look exactly yeah. like that. The like chunky, uh, built more for endurance and. So that they can go through, not get thrown away as fast. Right, that, that's literally what they look like. Somebody three D printed these, but these are prototype.
3: Um, these are, I mean, it, I, I got to agree with with the appearance. Like even Amazon Echo glasses or whatever the uh, Alexa enabled glasses um, are uh, are not this nice looking. These, yeah. Yeah. these are better looking and more plain glasses than even, even those, which I thought were a pretty significant step forward. Um, I think that they're doing a good job here. Yeah, no. And I, I'm just having fun with
0: that. Uh, I mean, cause clear, uh, I mean, these are again, prototype. These aren't even the market like speculation product. This right. is just a, Hey, we made something work. Yeah. <laughs> and they Uh, look normal
3: that's the cool thing (laughs) these these aren't too far off of the ones that i just bought from costco and we'll have next week so that's why i'm that's why i'm defending (laughs) these are amazing looking what's your problem what you need to do is you need to
0: buy it you need to print out a tcl sticker to put on the side that way everybody thinks that (laughs) you that's right so, uh
1: so can you see the content in the glasses if you actually wear glasses
0: uh good question i don't know i, I, I hope i i hope they're not going to make people just wear glasses for the sake of having these you know i i hope you can do prescription lenses
2: yeah that i would hope so too but it's very unlikely that uh, because those are those those lenses yeah. are especially created for that so unfortunately you're either going to have to go have good vision have contact lenses or do the glasses
3: on top of glasses thing, which always sucks. Gotta,
0: I wouldn't yeah, the, no no- be
3: surprised if they could put a a, a proper lens in there, but um, but the problem is that what you, what is being projected on it is not yeah. going to be
1: right
2: on
3: the other side of the lens, right? It won't be adjusted. So, it, can adjust a projection, you know, kind of like when you go to the eye doctor. Is this better or is this better? <laughs> It's intentionally blurry or so that it's correct for you. <laughs> yeah, you. You have to or see B. the
0: TCL representative at, at Costco <laughs> and they yeah. will adjust it for you.
2: Is it just me or when I got, went to the Costco guys to do my glasses, they were actually probably the nicest classes people I've ever had to deal with.
3: Oh,
0: probably. Compared to other places. Like because they're not like paid on commission. They're just an employee that's I like, know. hey, I don't have to hump big boxes around the warehouse. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's that that's a topic for another time. But yeah, okay. Uh, uh go ahead. I, I realized you know why. Why they're just happy they have a job because the when the glasses thing came in, that's when the photo thing went out. <laughs> the, the, the photo oh, people mine got, still has the photos. They they don't they don't they used to have the big area with all the the envelopes and you <laughs> where you, yeah and that went away. I've still got that. Okay. Uh Panasonic, as one of many uh,
2: the television brands that have announced new televisions, they have announced that they have a new flagship OLED TVs available for you guys to uh, put on your walls. The uh, LZ two thousand models are uh, are are some of the newer ones that are out there. They've got some models that are specifically aimed at gamers with uh, ability to check out whether or not you're automatically connected to something with the GeForce setting with a, with a GeForce card. From, so it can pick up the, uh, GeForce stinking uh, on there and some of the, uh, the low latency settings. It's it got a special mode to reduce lag at the, at, for certain modes. It's got true HDMI 2.1 support, which is kind of funky because 2.1's got a, like a 2.1a now, which might have additional features or not. It's, people are messing up with naming schemes. It always sucks. Uh, it's got uh, better uh, view, uh, good viewing modes for the HDMI, HDR mapping. Uh, it's, uh, going to be able to go at, um, uh, uh, high resolution, uh, lower resolutions with higher frame rates, or it's going to be able to go all the way up to, to 4k for the 60 Hertz. Uh, you're, you're talking about anywhere from 77 inches all the way down to 55 inch models. So, um, all different ones available to
0: you, uh, we'll probably be seeing them later this year. So, so the, the real story here, holy crap, Panasonic's making consumer tvs again yeah because if you remember and this this totally confused me at first because like five to six years ago they announced they were getting out of the consumer market they were only making uh commercial panels and when we went to ces all they ever have are the commercial like digital signage and stuff um hmm. but this also clarifies something if you remember back in early summer spring time, there was a story about how Panasonic was outsourcing their panel manufacturing to TCL. Right. I remember that. And it was like, why? And, well, now this makes perfect sense because if TCL is making the screens, eh, let's, let's go ahead and do a whole bunch of commercial screens because people seem to be okay with TCL screens. And TCL yeah. can do, it has been able to do some really high quality stuff
3: uh if you're willing to pay for it so i'm excited um gamer related features too like automatic Mm -hmm. detection of gpus and game control boards and stuff that's hdr so really the the only question i have is how will this compare to the oleds that you get from lg and and their new line of um brighter OLEDs so well you think
1: uh, you think they uh called it LZ to compete with LG
3: (laughs) just just to confuse people or hey this is the the the, the, did did they say LZ or LG this must be what they were talking about well no I I think they're catering to the
0: to the Canadian market where it's LZ nah Uh ah
2: okay LZ that sounds like uh like uh uh, your 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 uh, Spanish uncle or something well,
1: like that. L <laughs> Z does rhyme with OLED. <laughs> yeah,
0: get an L Z OLED. Well, I mean, but the thing is, they're coming out with these OLED brightest. Everybody's like, ah, screw OLED. We're going micro LED. Ah,
2: uh, no, actually, that's probably uh, this year. CES has been doing big on the OLED. I got to Oh, tell you. just wait, wait, wait for it. Okay. Uh, Okay, next story here, TCL. Um, You know, we love talking about TCL. This really is an interesting story because it's not about a television or streaming glasses or, you know, whatever that they usually do. TCL is making a laptop. Uh, They've come out with this TCL Book 14 Go. It's a cute little guy, 14-inch laptop. It's got a, you know, pretty low-end resolution, pretty uh, low-end processor in it because it's running... A Windows 11 on an Android uh, an and an, uh, on an Android and on an ARM processor. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's running a Snapdragon 7C, which Windows on Snapdragon thus far kind of sucks. But you know, for 350 bucks, it's okay, I suppose. It gets it's with a 40 watt battery. It's supposed to last 10 to 12 hours, which means if you put a real 80 watt, 90 watt battery in there, I mean, it'd be all day battery on that thing which would be awesome yeah but um and also put something that's not windows on there and i bet you would run great
0: quite i when i first saw this i was very interested because it's i like a 14 inch screen i think that's the perfect size for a laptop i like the thin form factor i like the way it looks the price sounds good and then we got to the arm chip and it went. <laughs> oh, okay,
3: never mind. I don't um, know. I, I I do know Windows struggles on the arms, but you know, it struggles on the Celeron crap that's out there. Too, yeah, so it, I wouldn't buy yeah. I I don't know that this is going to be all that much worse. I than like think the this books. I
0: think this would make a very good Chromebook. Yeah. This would be a very good Chromebook. Of course it would. Not this is not a Windows PC. Um that that's PCL that that's where that's where the misstep was. They w- it's wrong OS. TCL brings back the netbook. Well, it's <laughs> not
1: that small.
0: Yeah, but it's that slow. Um, <laughs> this, I mean, because and the reason that I the reason I cringed when I saw ARM is because I have one of these made by Lenovo. Ah. That I decided to try because it was around like two two fifty. And yeah, sorry I couldn't, I couldn't even i couldn't even browse the internet Dude. and then then i used it as an experiment to see if i could make chrome os run on it which <laughs> didn't work very well i did get it to work with huh. but there was like some emulator thing that no no no, no, no. Yeah, you... it that allowed it to boot and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, See, with I a
2: Snapdragon that, processor like that, you need to just find the ran- the Android uh, operating system and put a, just load that on there, or or mm-hmm. ra- get Raspbian, which is the Raspberry Pi uh, ARM pro- device down there you could, you on there and load that on there because that'll run screamingly on that thing. So. Yeah, you
1: you could run Linux on this, I think. And then uh, and I think cloud has got a good idea
0: too. Just make it a Chromebook. Well, if they had just put this out as a Chromebook, uh, it yeah. would be great. I think they'd have a contender. I think so
1: too. Yeah. I think
0: so
2: too. All right, next we have a uh, updated set of of uh, monitors televisions from Hisense. Hisense has some, announced a new lineup of televisions. Uh, they've decided to go with Google TV powered de- devices this time, which uh, is new to them essentially. Oh, uh, they've uh, had
0: they've they've been doing uh, Android TV. Well, TCL for, has. I don't no, know no, His- Hisense too. Yeah. Because oh, okay. back in uh, Black Friday, one of the TVs I was looking at was a. Uh, okay. Well,
2: uh, they've got they've got different uh, models available with like, the mini LED device, uh, displays, mm-hmm. and they've got the, the they've also got one that with, with quantum dot technology to provide better qu- uh, picture quality. Uh, they've got uh, the u 8 h UH-H series, which is a little bit cheaper. It uh, goes down to uh, 1,500 uh, 1, nits. Uh, but but you, will, you can get those in from a 55, 65, 75-inch models. Uh, the U7H models is a gaming-focused lineup with a variable 120 hertz refresh rate, low latency, and game mode, of course, built into it with built-in FreeSync support. So more of uh, if you're going to be using those uh, uh, consoles, which uses the AMD processors, that'll be built into them. So that'll be good for those machines okay. uh the u6 series which is extremely affordable so they'll get it only goes to 60 hertz but you do get hdr and a good adobe Atmos surround sound ability into it and uh, they start at the 50 inches and go up to 75 and they're going to be the the prices are ranging anywhere from any for all these different ones from as low as 580 dollars to uh the really high end at 3200 so
0: quick question the yeah. high-end one the u9h what technology is it running uh that is called ULED, which i have no idea what that means it, it says right there mini led uh okay so there's mini one LED. right <laughs> going back to my comment there
2: okay fair enough <laughs> yes that's true uh tcl uh interesting they just uh, have a little announcement that they've uh sold sold over uh 10 million tvs with android tv and uh, google tv in this in, in this year
0: no, that's, they, uh, they, they sell over 10 million android tvs every year yeah yeah that's a lot of tvs a lot that's a lot of android tvs a lot of android that's, TVs. that's in addition to the, all the roku tvs yeah that's, selling. that's true and the fire tvs that a couple of people buy <laughs>
2: i'm sure some people buy their fire tvs and then a couple of those people actually throw them in fire so it's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that's that's the whole reason that uh uh and that amazon went to hisense to make their amazon fire tv uh it's just uh thought they did tcl with the omni no it's a hisense oh okay Okay.
2: (laughs) i can't keep track of these companies anymore there's too many of them okay i'm done i'm fine uh, Anchor has uh, announcements for CES. They announced a cute little Pico projector. It's portable, cute little thing running Android TV. I think we might have spoken about is it. nine hundred dollars. It's a...
3: <laughs> no, no,
2: no. That one isn't. That one is portable. Has a built-in battery and uh, has built-in speakers. It can do uh, 2- two thousand four hundred ANSI lumens, which is actually pretty pretty bright. Uh, but it's not cheap. That one's going to be on Kickstarter for. <laughs> $2,200. Uh, so no to that
0: one. Wait, uh, what?
2: The, yeah, that's how much that check oh. projector oh. is going to be. Okay,
0: the price projector. of that Samsung one just sounds a whole lot better now. I know.
3: Well, this, uh, is th- a, this is a 4K laser projector. Oh, it's oh, a laser. Okay. Pro- oh, it's a laser, <sighs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Never mind. My I mistake. take that back. So, totally worth so it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it,
0: it. It fires photon of torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, The lasers are provided by Hewlett-Packard <laughs> out of old discontinued printers.
2: Yep. Uh, they also announced a new version of their wall charger. I don't know if most people are interested yeah. in that, but this is a 100-watt charger, guys. Jeez, how many watts can you stick through a USB-C cable? Uh, apparently at least 100 watts. And last but not least, they introduced the AIO webcam. This is actually cool. It is a webcam. It is a set of speakers. It is a nice microphone built into it for an array, and as a key light, all built into one, into one single device.
0: it's yeah, actually it's, not a bad idea. It's two hundred and twenty, which isn't a bad price in comparison with other high end. Right. Uh, it's like the Elgato Stream Cam is cur- the current winner, um, and that's like one hundred and sixty something, and the it recent- doesn't have a built-in light.
2: So. The reason why this makes so much sense to me is if you wanted something that was portable, yeah, this wins. This is
0: like mm-hmm. put that
2: in the backpack with everything else. And you've got everything, every and it's good
0: camera I and mean, it. it's just. I've different. got the big ring light with my. If I could just do this instead of the big ring light, then yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, this one
1: does look interesting. I, I might actually buy one of these.
2: Yeah, well, you'll, you'll need it because it's so dark in your room, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, then the weather won't be dark. Uh, Well, you can turn it off. I'm sure that's in the feature. If you couldn't turn it off, that'd be a problem, I suppose. Uh, Amazon announced that they were going to be bringing their Fire TV to new platforms everywhere. In fact, they're going to be bringing it to places they've never gone before, like mountains, creeks, deserts, or anywhere you can drive your Jeep Cherokee. That's right. You can get your Amazon Fire TV now built into all kinds of new, uh, you know automobiles from GM,
0: apparently, and Ford. Okay. Yeah, I was looking. I thought this was a different story because there was one that called out specifically. Um, well, hey, at least now you can watch Wheel of Time in your car. <laughs> the
2: wheels yeah. keep on spinning. So, spinning it's a spinning. good thing.
0: It's a good thing that Mike <laughs> didn't watch Wheel of Time in his car. Otherwise, he would have probably driven off.
3: The <laughs> 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 like... I, end it end it all wheel of time can, at 85 miles with our. me new, new causes of road rage right <laughs> um uh,
0: yeah i think this is this is a trend we're going to see more of uh i mean sony last year introduced their concept of a car they introduced another one this year they're like uh so everybody else just getting into vehicles from the factory makes sense
2: yep yep makes perfect sense Uh, i i also know there was a story about volvo is also doing similar things with getting google integrated into their cars too so you know they're all doing it it's fine hey uh you know it's not just tesla's getting it uh, getting every single thing and video games and more things built right into their giant display in the middle of their Mm -hmm. devices Everybody's doing it. It's fine. Not Nothing bad will happen about it. Hey, YouTube TV has recently gone through some, you know, channel troubles. We'll just call them channel troubles. You know, like they lost everything Disney-related for a they, They've had a, day. a rough patch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> bad news everybody they're losing more channels i mean it's it horrible can you imagine the fact that they're losing more channels i mean what's next they're gonna lose the discovery channel or something like no i bet you i know what it is they're gonna lose cnbc world and nbc sports network right <laughs> it's just, what yes. totally those they're gonna lose them obviously uh, actually they did lose them and nobody watched them and a lot of the stuff from those two channels just got tucked into a USA network. So (laughs) you're not really losing
3: anything.
0: (laughs) So like USA network, uh, is where NBC sports is going and then CNBC world is just going to go away. What's on CNBC world? I don't know. I don't, I've never even heard of it until this article
1: yeah it it follows the other markets right cnbc is the uh uh, is you know watches the uh stock market and that kind of thing the regular one uh, here in the u.s but the world does like the asian markets the european markets uh, so
2: i can check the prices of camels in siberia nice
1: it's great uh, it's the stock markets there yeah if you want to invest you know in companies overseas or you do or If you invest uh, in some U.S. companies that does a lot of business over there, right? That that would be a reason to watch it.
2: Yeah. Uh Right, we have a new announcements from Sony about their televisions. They have an 8K model using the QD OLED, which is, stands for Quantum Dot OLED, which is an interesting technology. This is something that Samsung is basically introduced this year uh, with their televisions. And the Quantum Dot is a alternative way of doing OLED technology. That's pretty cool. And the fact that um, because the, uh, the OLEDs actually only come in making blue light, and uh, so, so, and they actually filter it down to make it other colors, basically, since the blue is the most, the brightest of the, the colors on the spectrum. Um, they're doing it with quantum dots to do the filtering, so they can actually get uh, brighter lights and be- better lifelike colors out of those quantum dot styles uh, OLEDs uh, than the, what, the, what the guys at o- that LG have been using. They've been using what's called w WOLED. Which is that? Which is a weird way of having a white, a white channel along with a red and blue and a green. Um, that's just the way that it's set up. Um, but it's not quite as uh, color accurate in that setup. And quant and the guys that's at um, at uh, Samsung. I know this is a story about Sony, but they're using a Samsung panel for this um is really touting as really a huge improvement for people so if you're a real big television head guy looking at all this stuff apparently this new uh, way of doing this is something you will be interested in for this year and years of the future take a look at it it's really cool if you want the uh the high-end models from sony do provide that q uh, quantum dot led qd led model And so you can go get, that's the A95K series that has that uh, display technology. Uh, There's other ones as well, that they they were announced uh, that are uh, not OLED TVs, but you know, this Z9K with 8K resolution and uh, Z95K, which is the 4K (coughs) version. They're both mini LED versions of the uh, displays. And uh, yeah, um, a whole bunch of Bravia TVs are going to be coming out. Uh, oh, this is a oh, camera, the Bravia cam, uh, which apparently will allow you to do uh, ch- uh, uh, chats like Google Duo and other, devices,
0: other chat programs right from your TV as well. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I laughed when uh, Facebook tried to do that with the portal. I'm still laughing when Sony says we're going to do it on our TV. Um, that's the last thing I want on my TV in my living room is a camera.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, if you, if you the the other thing is that the uh, they are all these TVs are going to be uh, shipped with the support for the variable refresh rate, uh, which is uh, the technology that's the FreeSync technology uh, being used by the uh, various game consoles. So if you plug your PS5 into your Sony TV, you'll get that beautiful, beautiful free, uh, variable refresh rate. No tears on your screen, man. No
0: tears at all. So, so good. The with these, the thing that I find the most interesting is obviously they can integrate with the PS5 uh, seamlessly because they make it. Um, but they've got the <laughs> HDR tone mapping, which allows the PS5 console to automatically determine the model of the Sony TV oh, and select the best HDR settings. And then also there's a uh, is it auto genre picture mode which lets the PS5 tell the TV whether it's playing a game or other content huh. so it can change the picture mode automatically from game mode to movie mode or whatever is that right there is brilliant because Ooh. that's one of my pet peeves is if i have a tv that i have multiple devices i just have to find the setting that's okay in all situations rather game than game mode for everything because I don't want to sit there and go flip through modes I just want to turn it on and do the thing um and so yeah this is this is cool um and oh and then it can uh yeah so it'll toggle the game mode on and off accordingly and uh yeah the 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 big thing this year is that we're hearing from all tv is the mini LED <laughs> and the QLED and variable refresh rate. Well, I mean, QLED has been, uh but QLED's been touted by a lot of people ever since OLED. You know, yeah, the, the last few yeah. years, this is the, the 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 new buzzword this year is mini LED. And that's what I was. Getting I at. think that was last year's, but that's okay. Okay, maybe, but we didn't really <laughs> cover much last that's year, fair. so maybe it was. But this year, yeah, everybody's got it yeah
2: if they the mini led is really cool technology it really is so yeah absolutely most uh, sony playstation also announced that they have a new version of their uh, playstation vr it's called the playstation vr2 and the playstation vr2 sense controllers they are going to be the next generation of vr on uh, available for playstation it is going to be working apparently compatible with the playstation 5 and it's going to have new, uh, new higher resolution displays. You're going to have better headset-based uh, 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 controller tracking, so it's actually going to track your controllers as well as it, you know, the screen. The way it normally detects it with the camera, uh, it's going to have new sensory features. Like it'll be able to track your eyes and where you're uh, you're looking. You're going to be able to do, uh, yeah, be able to hear the uh, a better a better vibrations of. Uh, there's going to be motor
0: vibrations of the helmet, so you'll actually I feel things. Head head feedback which head. yeah I, that just i don't know no i'm all want, i'm
2: all for it and as long as i can turn it off i'm all for it i want to try it sounds like headache creator but buzz my head man that's fine and uh, so yes that's right this is uh gonna be uh, available sometime in the future for some price and nobody knows if it's gonna be backwards compatible with existing vr technology just net that was not announced in this pr so that's the question at this point, but it's coming. New VR for the uh, PlayStation guys.
0: Yeah. The 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 thing in there that caught my attention was the haptic feedback and adaptive. Uh, I can't say adaptive triggers. Adaptive
2: um, trigger. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Because the PlayStation Five controller has adaptive triggers, mm-hmm. so you can have a variable resistance on yep. the trigger of anywhere along the line. So Which... they're bringing that to the VR controllers cool that is, that is cool because that's cool everything should
1: have that
0: yeah because i mean <laughs> that's always been one complaint i've had about vr controllers is they just kind of just felt like not there you you the you push the button it goes press off right you know it's just yeah it's, but uh that adaptive trigger uh i'd be interested
2: Checking my that. only complaint about the vr controllers is that i accidentally punched a kid with them when i was in vr and i was reaching for something in the vr
0: space and i didn't realize the kid was right there well the shouldn't have, well that's the kid's fault for being in your yeah. VR safe space yeah. no kidding it's your vr safe space not his safe space yeah, i know demonstrated um, i
2: didn't
3: see him obviously <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: the
0: game was having me reach over to grab
2: something to put something yeah. so it was like Walker, been, äh, dura, 거쳐, your, beally, whack like, sorry are you okay I mean, the,
3: the little teasers that they released look pretty impressive the one thing I I mean the, the issue that I have with VR in this in, in this kind of system right is that this ultra high res uh video system that's interactive where you're moving around it is the kind of thing that gives people motion sickness and causes problems because what you are experiencing visually and through your even your haptic and stuff is not going to be consistent with what's actually happening. And so the the games that I've played in VR that really work well are things like Beat Saber where you're not moving. You're experiencing things in in one place and you know things like hor- what what is the horizon or whatever or is it no it's oh oh that other that yeah. yeah horizon the space yeah game. yeah whatever the game is but that they did the little demo of it it looks amazing and it would be really cool to see that environment in through in vr but mm-hmm. to interact and move through and deal with fighting and fast-paced combat in that, it would probably mess the majority of people up pretty significantly. Yeah, see, that's the problem.
0: Uh I remember when I tried the ver- the first generation of Oculus when it was still mm-hmm. in beta and there wasn't any VR content. They were playing like Half-Life 2.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what I, I, uh, I talked about before is I tried it and it looked great but I'm moving around in the game mm-hmm. my body isn't moving because I'm standing there using a controller and my brain got confused and I fell over because my body yeah. just went I don't know <laughs> and my knees buckled and I was on the floor and I got really dizzy and I was not it wasn't until the vibe a couple of years later that I went oh okay yeah i I, I get this now because you got to be yeah. moving but uh I yeah the other thing is the prop the the other problem with the PlayStation VR is that it is uh, proprietary yep you can use it with your PlayStation that's it. that's it It's not like at least like an oculus even though it's uh, proprietary to uh, Facebook you can still plug it into your computer and use it with Steam. Um, it's not as convenient. But yeah, the PlayStation one, yep, you're using it on your PS5 and that's it. Yeah. And you look like a, a robot too. So well, if you you <laughs> shelled out the money for a PS5, I don't think you care.
2: Yeah. It's fair
1: enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, come on. I only shelled out uh, $1,000 for one. It's no problem, right? I mean, Plus
0: the $500 you're going to for the project oh, or, for more, us- or more for you're the- going to pay for the <laughs> new VR2. That's true. All
2: right. Uh, the Asus made announcements about uh, this year. This year at TES as well, they announced two new gaming monitors. These two giant gaming monitors are uh, got great names: the OLED PG48UQ and the OLED PG42QQ. One of them's 48 UQ. inches, one is 42 inch, inches. Just and these right are out the tongue. The, well, you know that's how monitors are na- are named. Just so you know, they, they don't they that's how they do them. Uh, these are really high-end uh, 4k monitors that are able to get up to 120 frames per second refresh rates a minuscule ultra fast 0.1 millisecond uh, 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 response to rate so these are really high-end gaming monitors for you when you really want to
0: they're they're big though though that's the 42 inch which is the small yeah. one is pretty yeah. big 3840 by 2160 that wow point.
3: 0.1 millisecond that's insane that's I mean, OLED OLED can do that response time It's yeah. amazing. normally you're talking fast is one millisecond this is yeah. the 10th that's that's impressive I I would definitely uh, a these are probably going to cost like three grand a piece which is going to be absurd
0: yeah but
3: but it's kind of the market they're going for yeah I, I mean but I would love a 32 or a 28, maybe three 28s. 48 is too big uh, for a single or 42 even is too big for a single monitor, Um, unless all you do is game with it. But put this in your driving simulator. There you go. But With that, you actually would benefit from a curved screen.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Yeah. So, Outside of this story, I've heard saw stories of, of the guys at NVIDIA. They've, there's a ton of monitors that are coming out that are um, not 4K, but they're basically uh, the 1440p displays, which is in between 1080p and for the 4K settings, and 300 or 360 hertz um they're all basically aiming for that speed with gforce g-sync technology and uh, hopefully they have the free no- technology as well but that's basically the sweet spot they're aiming for right now in the gaming monitor space these guys are the bigger and higher resolution and amazing oled technology versions of these so uh but you know big fast monitors high refresh rates are now the thing my poor uh <laughs> My poor twenty-four inch with uh, seventy-five hertz is uh, not gonna do it much longer. I don't think. Want to get something else? It's sad. Yeah. But they, it, 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 it's free sync at seventy-five hertz, so that's cool. It's all good. LG tried to have the biggest screen at this at at, uh, at the show this year, and so they biggest introduced it. OLED. No, no, they tried to pronounce the biggest. But they didn't run out the biggest screen. They did get the biggest OLED, but they oh, didn't okay. get the biggest screen. They tried to get the biggest screen this year with a 97-inch OLED TV and a little 42-inch one too. So
0: it's the uh same size as that monitor we were just exactly. talking
2: about. <laughs> but those pa- those uh those uh those ASUS monitors are probably using LG panels. Yeah, but so. those
0: also they have a better resolution,
2: so yeah, but uh, no, I think they're both 4K, they're all 4K, so um. Yeah, so these are uh, just gigantic TVs from LG being introduced. I don't mean what what do they do with these things? Well, the they have bri- the- this is the new brighter technology, isn't it? Yeah, this is the new brighter uh, EX technology that they announced. Yeah,
3: a couple last week. And and they do have the eighty eight inches is eight K. Oh, well, nice. that, yeah, that was uh, previously um, right. Because this yeah. year they beat it uh, I, with the ninety-seven.
2: Yep, yeah, last year's was the eighty-eight. Well, this yeah, they have
3: sense. the a new one coming out with this with this round, but um, it's only four K though. This new one, yeah. but it's <laughs> and it and it sells now for thirty K. Um, yeah, ninety-seven inch is going to be forty grand. Is the estimate right? But you know, official price hasn't been released, but estimated at. About if you 30K. have to ask. It's not for you that's okay because
2: the, the 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 score for the biggest tv at ces did not go to that 97 inch i think it went to a 98 inch one from tcl that's right your favorite company who's been making everything this last couple of years tcl brings you everything including the biggest monitor at ces congratulations tcl nicely <laughs> uh samsung has a new remote for their television it's called the eco remote which i don't know if it comes by standard with uh, some of their tvs or if it's like an option but it's a remote control that can't, it's, you know, got recycled really plastic. It's, uh, you know, slim. It's really easy to use, sort of, I guess. And actually, it doesn't look that easy to use if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> it has a solar panel on the back, which is pretty cool.
0: You know, so you flip it upside down and let it charge by your lights. If cool. somewhere that has sunshine.
2: Or you, you can you power out. It. You can use artificial light, just so you know. Um, or, interestingly enough, this one actually has a uh an antenna in it that will pick up the radio waves in your house like your wi-fi and will actually charge the battery using that energy as well which is um pretty cool if you ask me that is a cool technology i wonder if it like takes a month for it to charge up or like that (laughs) or something but
3: hey well i mean the how often do you use a remote, right? Like you, right. you aren't constantly pushing on it. So it makes sense that even that kind of low, low radio frequency uh, it, power could could charge. I, it.
0: I'd be willing to bet this only works would only be a good option for people that live in an apartment where their wireless router is sitting in the living room next to their remote. <laughs> or but if you've got
3: like an ap down in the basement
0: maybe but won't now work so
3: well now you've got so many people that are running mesh networks that they've got routers all over there yeah
2: how many uh net wi-fi networks can you see from your seat? <laughs> yes or... that's
3: that's another good point right
2: also it doesn't necessarily have to be wi-fi radio frequencies it could just be picking up your am or fm radio stations too and getting power from that Maybe it's getting solar radiation, getting charged from that. I don't know. All I'm saying is that it's cool technology.
3: Radio frequencies from your LED bulbs.
2: I'm being charged from that weird signal coming from Mars. That's right.
0: (laughs) And and as we discussed in the pre-show, I hate the name of or the title of this article.
2: Yeah. So the title of this article is Samsung's
0: latest remote turns router radio waves into energy. Router radio waves are already energy. That's like Hillshire Farm saying, We want to turn pigs into pork. Uh,
2: yeah. All right. Um, so. Uh, No, second to last story. Samsung, uh, one of the things they announced is the new feature built into all their new TVs called the Gaming Hub. The Gaming Hub is designed for you to easily switch between your gaming consoles and access the gaming modes and features built into your TV that is now the thing to do. It's also now built into the Gaming Hub streaming services. They have uh, set up so you now have access to GeForce Now. Stadia, and something called uh Atomic. I've never heard of Atomic. I'm going to have to look into that one. But these are three streaming services that are built directly into this gaming hub of your TV. So you will be able to turn on and flip over to it, turn it on and start playing your game straight through your TV with no must, no fuss. If you're using Stadia, you're going to get the full 4K features available to you. If you're using GeForce Now, for now, just 1080p. I don't know why that limitation is set up for just now. Well, that's uh, interesting
0: now that's still a thing
2: yeah <laughs> well, it was our first story man it's our first <laughs> story
3: it's died in the it meantime was, it was a callback to the first story <laughs> they said that about Steve. i mean matt you got your tinfoil hat ready no Gotta samsung put that back is doing this all just so that they can get big speed into more things their next move ah. is Bigsby and Stadia and GeForce Now. All you can game, cancel any time, Atomic. I'm looking at Sound, Atomic right and now. And you won't be able to turn it off once you get it on. This,
0: but le- that is probably a good thing for Samsung because right now, if I shout Bixby by Preparation H, nobody's worried. <laughs> As I was to say, who <laughs> yeah. that There's like one person out there that it might affect and they're not listening to us. The thing so. is
3: that lately my phone has just been starting to pick up uh, voice. The, the Bixby app just turns itself on sometimes and starts trying to understand what's going on. Usually it's when I'm watching a show. I don't know what is triggering it. I've never heard anything even remotely like the word Bixby from anyone ever, anywhere, except to complain about it. Um, is it Bixby that's responding or, or
0: the Android assistant? No, it's the Bixby. Cause I've noticed
3: I've been having problems with my S20. Maybe, where... maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe that is what is happening is that it's because I do have the Android assistant. So yeah. Cause I know like. I I've been having
0: problems with Android Assistant on the Samsung phone, where yeah. half the time it doesn't want to respond to me, which is frustrating when I'm driving and I'm using Android Auto, and mm-hmm. that's how you talk, you work it, and <laughs> it just like I, I not it won't respond, but then Wait. like it'll just all of a sudden respond to something. There's like nobody in nobody in my house talking, <laughs> and all of a sudden
3: it'll just be like. What was that? Like, screw yeah. you. It's whatever it is, whether it's Bigsby or Google Assistant, it's driving me crazy because it just keeps coming on. Yeah. For no reason. Samsung. I still don't understand why people buy these
2: Samsung. <laughs> Samsung makes great
0: hardware. Oh, yeah. They make great, the, the hardware is fine. It's the right OS <laughs> stuff that drives me crazy. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, one
2: last uh, story, which is an interesting one I came across here. It was like, ah, uh, okay, I'll throw this in after all that other stuff. This is a portable Bluetooth speaker. It is made by uh, uh, of some people called Exiger and Mahit. Never heard of them. Is that a speaker brand I would recognize mate? if I were into really high-end no. speakers? Exeger right. and Mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, these guys have, have produced this speaker which is actually powered by the light in your room, whether it be directly or ambient, directly and built in, it actually absorbs the light into the material. It doesn't like have a, uh, some kind of uh of CCD style of, of a collector. It's actually getting it right into what this, uh, this, soft, this uh, material they call power foil, that it can turn that light into actual energy of some kind. It gets enough uh, energy, and it in order for it to power the the single speaker that's built into it. It's at, well, it looks like a like mid range and a tweeter built into it, yeah. and is able to uh, uh, to produce uh, decent sound. They say they figured out a way of getting a decent amount of sound out of it uh, for it. No real demo for us to see here. No demoed in public. Not uh, no prices enabled or anything. All totally uh, for uh, you know probably just for PR um that being said i love this idea of getting things powered through ambient sources this is uh tesla would be
0: proud (laughs) well no tesla wouldn't be proud because you wouldn't with if you could get power from ambient sources that's true their entire uh network of refueling stations uh would be unnecessary
2: yeah that's right he'd be upset no no not that tesla (laughs) oh 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 okay (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the the real tesla yeah he oh, okay. he wanted hell the yeah. power no, cities no, he would with the like, towers hell yeah and <laughs> i i'm willing to bet i'm looking at this picture i'm willing to bet that uh the woofer it's not a driver that's like a passive driver uh okay i'm guessing just based on what i'm seeing and also uh the large woofers require a lot of power um, so it's probably a passive driver, okay. Um, which would make sense for uh, being power efficient. Yeah, because yeah. it's a fairly small package, so you can get a. Uh, yeah, you could probably get good performance from that passive driver. So, um, I if it's not too expensive, I'd try it out. But I'm willing to bet it's probably going to be pretty. Expensive.
2: It has unlimited battery life. Unlimited. Unless you yeah, turn off but, all the lights. But does it
0: sound good? <laughs>
2: They don't know. that. It It doesn't matter
0: how long you can run it if you don't want to run it. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the point in the show where we like to say thank you. Thank you to the people that uh, keep the show going. The the people that, you know, understand that I was going to do a callback to what I said about that speaker, but now I can't remember. So never mind. (laughs) The people, (laughs) their money... Is the, the we are more important our long than funny callbacks than funny callbacks <laughs> than their bank account and to wow. them we say thank you. Uh yeah, I mean I, I I know how easy it is to subscribe to something. You just I mean there there are shows that I've been supporting for years and I don't even know when the last time I actually checked out any of their content. Oh I'm just happy to continue supporting and you know i'm sure there's a couple people like that are here and that's okay we we don't care if you listen to the show all we care about is that you support (laughs) wow
3: clyde you're so i'll be honest you're you're you're, you're so practical we do do appreciate if you just like turn on youtube and walk away at least (laughs) you can do that too those that's fine too we we don't don't have to watch or listen we'll just we don't care how you consume
0: we don't care how you consume as long as you consume or support uh as little as a dollar a month patreon.com slash the bod squad not much more to say uh rants and rapes all right what do we got other than matt being frozen i thought he was making a mean face at me at first <laughs> so oh. i guess we'll throw
3: it to mike um yeah so been watching some some stuff uh finally got around to starting uh, the alone season that was recorded during the summer enjoying that quite a bit uh, masked singer just wrapped that up it was really good um one of my teenage favorite singers actually won, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. Um, but I will say that I recognized this person's voice. The first time I heard him sing, it's the first time I actually was able to definitively key in on it. So, um, but the real news is that there was a new show that I really enjoyed, and it was Book of Boba Fett. The <laughs> um, the new Star Wars uh, series started last week. Uh, second episode dropped today. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, but i um, excited to see it. It gives you some nice uh, view into what happened to to so Boba Fett, I mean, if you've seen *The uh, Mandalorian*, you see that he's still alive, and it shows what happens after he uh, falls into the Starlight Pit and gives you a little bit of that story. And uh, I'm excited to watch it unfold and and see what's going on. It's it's been pretty good so far. I mean, one episode, but the one episode was very good. Okay. I
1: watched so, it as well, Mike. Yeah, I give it thumbs up too. It 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 was it was pretty good. Yeah, and and I think you you hit on the key there. If you like the Mandalorian, you'll probably like Boba Fett as well. Yeah.
0: So let me ask, uh, did you rush out uh, a couple months ago and get the Boba Fett jacket that was uh made by Columbia? I no. guess
3: it'd be a little too warm to wear where you guys live. I it's like a yeah, jacket. I don't really wear jackets very much here. I've been wearing shorts and a t-shirt.
0: I, I just put a link in the chat. Um, but, uh, it was actually a decent looking jacket, but it's like your normal ski jacket that like I would something that you would wear up here nine months out of the year. Yeah. That's
3: pretty sweet. I do
0: like it. Yeah. But all right. Rock on Jimmy.
1: All right. So over the weekend, you know, I know it's been out for a while and all, but I, I just got around to watching the latest, um, James Bond movie, uh, No Time to Die. Uh, that was the last one that uh, Daniel Craig uh, was gonna be playing James Bond. And, um, you know, I, I've enjoyed the uh, James Bond movies with him starring as James Bond. He's, you know, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say he's my all-time favorite, but he, but he's a good one, right? I, I, enjoy, I enjoy watching him and, um, and uh, this one, yeah, you know, just just like the others, you know, they're, they're all good with with him in it, and um, yeah, but uh, but this was his last movie, right? Uh, so this one was good. They had as the villain in the movie, they had the um, the guy who played Fr- Freddie Mercury in the Mister um, Robot. Yeah, in Mister Robot, that guy, I, I can't remember his name now, but he was the villain in uh, James Bond. Played quite a good villain, I thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, wow. uh, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, I mean, it, there's a lot of throwback stuff that you'll see in the movie, throwback to, you know, classic James Bond. Um, uh, and if you followed all the movies, uh, you know, with Daniel Craig in it, you'll see some of the same props that were used in previous
0: uh movies he was in uh, in it as well you know i would argue based on mr robot and the freddie mercury movie Mm -hmm. he's only ever played villains he's always the bad guy yeah
1: i i would say that's true oh and um one other thing i recently signed back up with uh hulu live oh
0: yeah so you're on again off again
1: yeah, I'm, I'm just getting, well, I've been off mostly, right, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I'm going to be throwing a, uh, having a Super Bowl party here, so I need to get some kind of service, yeah, to where I could uh, watch the playoffs and all that kind of thing, I, you know, it's it's getting pretty close to that now, yeah. so uh, ju- just for until the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm going to be on it. Uh, I'll probably go back off again after the Super Bowl.
0: You get to show off that, uh, you got that fancy OLED, to yeah. got to show it off. Yeah, exactly right. Rock on Um, I was going to talk about Something that I saw But I don't remember what it was So Oh Mm -hmm. That Matrix movie I watched it Um, The fact that they released it Also on HBO Max Was a good move Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Uh, I feel bad for anybody that paid to see it In the theater Uh, I want to make a suggestion They Misnamed the the movie instead of was it, uh, so it was the Matrix, what, uh, resurrection or whatever they called it. It should have been the Matrix clip show because <laughs> <laughs> at least 40% of that movie was just clips of previous movies, and it was, yeah, it was okay. I, I'm glad I didn't see it in the theater. It wasn't terrible, but they still, okay. So one of the, one of the things that has been, that people have pointed out over and over and over and they keep picking on them is their terrible lack of understanding of guns. Uh, They've had 20 years to figure out from what people have been telling them when you've got slow motion bullets falling they shouldn't have the crimped end of the blank. Mm-hmm. They, they should just be the shell case in there again. Uh And miniguns on the helicopters, they go at least 10 times faster than those slow things they've got on those mich- on those. And again, it's been a criticism since the first movie. Pay attention to the criticism and fix it. You've had 20 years. Just yeah. Um I I didn't get the point of that movie honestly. But that's okay. I guess it wasn't made for me. So let, let me
1: ask you this one non-spoiler question. Do mm-hmm. you think that you think they'll make another? Oh, they're gonna. Okay. Yeah, I, I was kind of like, yeah, I,
0: I could see where they could, right? But I I'm not 100% sure they will. I well, I guess it depends how much money it makes. If it makes if it makes money, then yeah, I think they're gonna. Yeah. I don't see the point because, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, how much is a good
1: price to make money? No. Maybe
0: they'll have a maybe they'll have a Saturday morning cartoon show, The Matrix Babies, and you'll have like, uh, baby versions of them, just playing stuff. I don't know. Who knows um, yeah, well, Matt's not coming back because mm-hmm. he doesn't have power, so kind of like me last week. Thank God we didn't do the show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that uh participated in the New York or the New Year's Eve uh, streamathon last year. Uh, Diamond Club ended up earning over ten thousand dollars. And ended up ranking 138 out of all Extra Life uh, campaigns last year. That's huge because there's a lot of people that do Extra Life. Mm -hmm. So everybody that participated, everybody that contributed uh, were involved in any way. Thank you. And good on you. Good job, guys. Uh, Also, uh, just a reminder, we're here every Wednesday. 9pm Central on YouTube. Come join us. Uh, Even if you're not going to stick around for the stream, you know, cruise on over, check out the page, hit that subscribe button. You don't have to ring the bell. That's okay. Uh, If you hit subscribe, we'll forgive you for not uh, ringing that bell. Uh, Also, if you uh, like, prefer the audio version, it's available everywhere. The audio is available uh you can download it from your favorite podcast uh if you want it in as soon as possible become a patron and uh you'll get the custom rss feed, uh and it's usually released within hours of this show being done every week so on that note thanks everybody uh stick around for the post show and then we will uh go through and figure out titles all right uh bye